Hello, deadly people. Welcome to Rising, Thriving, and Vibing podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Tipwin, a digital creator, entrepreneur, and a deadly auntie. This show is about healing, humor, and deadly vibes. Here to rise, thrive, and vibe together. Hello, friends. I'm glad you're back for your weekly dose of deadliness. I'm all set up in my office. I got my notebooks with me, my laptop, and my bottle of water. And it's also super late tonight. It is 9.20 p.m. as I record this on a Tuesday night. I kind of procrastinated today. But I'm recording, so here we are. It's also freaking smoky outside, and I'm allergic to smoke, so I'm just like feeling it right now. If my voice sounds a little bit off, it's because of that. Because like, damn, there's there's forest fires that are like close, kind of. And there's also some in other provinces that are just like making its way over here. It just, whew, it's just messing with my allergies. That's for sure. You can tell in my voice. But... Let's get started with this episode. What's today's episode about? In this week's episode, I'm going to talk about six struggles an anxious attachment person faces when it comes to dating, aka this is just my own experience. I'm an anxious attachment person and I'm just going to share my experiences and my struggles that I deal with when it comes to dating. This week's Cree theme is Days of the Week. So stay tuned till the ending segment to find out what Cree word of the week is. Updates. So this past weekend was kind of busy, was kind of chill. I also had to work night shift, so my schedule was messed up. Anyways, on Saturday, my sister celebrated her son's birthday. My nephew, who just turned five, she had a barbecue and the fam went and hung out there. I did as long as I could, then I just like went home and took a nap and got ready for night shift that night. Anyways, it was pretty cool just being around fam, seeing my nephews, and seeing some of my cousins, so that was cool. I even got to eat some burgers, a hot dog. I did not get to eat cake though, because I left early, I was super tired, and I did ask my mom to bring me a slice, but I think she just forgot. But it's okay. It was a good weekend of just like being around fam. And I guess working a night shift. Night shifts are cool and everything. But I'm ready for these early riser mornings again. Oh yeah, my next update is before I went to my nephew's birthday party, my mom and I went for pedicures. I was just needing one for the longest time picked out a color it's like a blue purplish color I'm really liking it it's a nice one anyways I treated my mom to that we hung out we had some bonding time and we just enjoyed that day until we went to my sister's house for the birthday party and my last update is I went to go eat at the keg on Sunday It's like a bougie-ass restaurant. It's kind of pricey, but the prices are, like, okay. Food is good. I enjoyed it. I went to go celebrate Mother's Day with my mom because Mother's Day was this past weekend on Sunday. 
So happy Mother's Day to all those out there. I'm going to ask my most asked question. How are you healing today? And if you're a first time listener, what I mean by that is, what are you doing to take care of your mental health, either today or from this past week? For me, I'm healing by going to the gym. I'm actually making it a routine now. It feels so weird, but I want to make it part of my lifestyle by going to the gym every single day or even like having some rest days in between if needed. And I've been consistent lately. Like the past couple weeks, I've been going like once a week. Then I made it to two times a week. And now I just did my third day of going to the gym every day. Tomorrow will be my fourth day if I wake up early and I'm not too tired. Especially if I stay up late tonight. But I'm just loving the gym so far. And I just want it to be part of my lifestyle. I just, I don't know, something about working out and just like getting lost in the sauce in my own zone. I just love that. Plus, I do enjoy pain and like being sore from a deadly ass workout. I can already see the difference in my body and how much energy I have now and how much strength I'm getting. I'm just like, damn, who that? Summer's coming up, I guess. Just kidding. No, I'm just loving this lifestyle right now and I just want it to be part of my routine. I'm also healing by having self-care days. So I took a break from stream from this past weekend. I took Saturday off and Sunday. Like I just didn't have any energy to stream on Sunday. On Saturday, it was just a break because I had to go to night shift on Sunday I just had no energy and I'm like man creator was really testing me this past weekend on how I dealt with shit how I responded to shit and that just took energy out of me like I couldn't game pretty much I couldn't really be active talking to my chat and shit like that so I'm like nah I'm gonna do another self-care day it needs to happen But it's also a reminder, like Shrek says, it's always better out than in, especially when it comes to communication. I suck at that so much and I gotta keep freaking telling myself it's okay to talk about shit. But here I am. I just lost energy this past weekend and it's just because of my own actions. I'll do better. I know I'll do better. My last update is... Recently, I've been taking cold showers to help with being anxious. I overthink so much and it just drives me crazy sometimes. I create so much scenarios and just create so much shit. That's like, that's like unnecessary. So I try to do cold showers to help like with my own mental health and all that shit. Like when I jump in the cold shower, It's just, that's what I'm focused on. I have to practice my breathing and I'm just letting myself know I'm okay. It's just my body adjusting to a different temperature and all that shit. But that is how I'm healing this week. How about you? Say it to yourself or say it out loud. So for questions today, I only have one main question. 
What are some of the struggles when it comes to dating as an anxious attachment person? So back in the day, during my anti-toxic phase, I used to be an avoidant person. So I was emotionally unavailable, I couldn't commit, and I couldn't really express my own feelings, my emotions to another person without ghosting or distancing myself. I was always so independent, acted like I didn't need no one, walls built up, and all that shit. I made sure I had walls up and no one could get through. That's how emotionally unavailable I used to be. But once I quit drinking, that's where I really had to sit with my shit, sit with my feelings and emotions and all that good stuff when it comes to not relying on an unhealthy coping mechanism. So once it came to me quitting drinking, my overthinking just increased. Thoughts ideas so much shit was always running through my mind especially when it came to my snake relationships my relationships i always thought of so many scenarios especially when i self-sabotage and all that shit i never used to be like this i used to be very emotionally unavailable But since, like, I actually had to sit with my own shit, I became more anxious about myself and my dating life. I really didn't know how to deal with my own shit, especially when it comes to being sober. I used to numb my pain by drinking alcohol. I didn't want to talk about my problems, would go to alcohol, and that's what I did. I used it as a coping mechanism because I didn't know how to deal with my own shit. And I just covered it up by drinking. So having no unhealthy coping mechanism kind of just made me into a more anxious person. Because I actually had to sit with my shit. I have to heal through it. I have to talk through it. I gotta pull through it. I gotta create different kind of techniques to help myself on how to deal with my shit. So, question, what are some of the struggles when it comes to dating? My first one is overthinking. Holy shit, I am such an overthinker. I think about so much scenarios and it's just crazy because I could just be chilling, having a conversation with someone and I'll just be thinking about a different scenario or thinking about something that just happened in the past and I just had to analyze it real quick. Anyways, when it comes to dating, I'm always questioning in my mind, like, does this person still like me? Am I annoying? Are they even loyal? Are they just leading me on? Should I distance myself? Like, these are the questions that come into my mind, especially when I'm talking to someone or dating someone. And it's just, they don't go away. It's just part of being anxious and always thinking about the future and shit like that. I'm like, damn, I never knew how much I did that until I actually had to think about it and shit like that. And this leads to my second one, my second struggle. It's the fear of abandonment. 
If y'all know me, I grew up with a single parent. My mom was my only parent figure in my life. My dad was not in my life. He made the choice of not being in my life and, you know, lived that life of an alcoholic. So I had no father figure. And him not being in my life, I grew up having like a fear of abandonment. And it just interferes with my future relationships and all that stuff. I've always had a fear of abandonment. It's just how I'm trying to heal it. My third struggle is self-sabotage. I could be overthinking, thinking about fear of abandonment or creating so much scenarios. And this is where my self-sabotage comes in. I think, should I just end it? Because I don't want to get hurt. I have that fear of rejection where I just want to reject that person before they reject me so I don't need to get hurt. Or so I can already just start healing that hurt that wasn't even there in the first place, but it's just a scenario that I created in my head because I'm an anxious person. So this is where the self-sabotage comes in. It sucks big time. It's something that I'm working through. Like, I'm not stuck on it. I know I am I am aware of it. It's just finding different ways on how to deal with it. My fourth struggle is stopping myself when reacting. Sometimes I just want to be petty, stubborn, just go silent, or just say whatever comes to my mind when things feel off. I legit have to give myself some time before responding sometimes. So if I feel like a little energy off with a person, either through text, body language, eye contact, or just the way they're talking, I try not to react based on their own behavior. Because in my head, I'm just creating scenarios from just observing so sometimes I really have to give myself some time because anti-toxic just wants to be petty and give a toxic response but I'm like you're healing you're healing you can't always be toxic you gotta be accountable for your own shit then I just like talk my way through do some breathing exercises then I'll be like okay this is the proper way to respond to a text. It's calm. It's neutral. It's not going to start anything. So I have to watch myself when it comes to reacting. Number five. Not communicating when it comes to feelings. I'm so used to things ending so fast there wouldn't even be a point of expressing my like towards a person. Like, I always think about that saying, how you are is what you attract, and I used to be so toxic before, and I attracted other toxic people, so I never really got to communicate my own feelings towards someone. I've always kept it bottled up, 
I've never really shared about it because I always felt like embarrassed because what if the person doesn't feel the same and I just embarrass myself for saying the shit that I said, you know? But that's just me versus me all the time and fighting through that shit. My last struggle is draining my own energy when I don't talk about shit. I drain my energy a lot when I do this. I always try to communicate as best as I can, but sometimes I let the toxicness come out of me and I just want to be silent. I'm like, it's not worth it. It's not worth the time to explain my own shit, my feelings, my emotions, whatever, how I'm feeling. And that's where, like, a self-sabotage kind of comes in. The anxiousness comes in where I just question shit. And I drain my own energy by doing that, by not doing anything about it. And just bottling things up sometimes. Y'all, sometimes. I know I always talk about, like, talking about shit. But I'm working on it. It takes time. It's a work in progress, especially when you grew up not expressing your own shit not communicating and all that stuff i'm always learning about myself on where i can improve and this is one of them but that is six struggles i face when it comes to dating as an anxious attachment person it's a struggle but i know i want a healthy relationship I want to be healthy for someone to have a relationship with. So part of that is just me healing and working on my own shit and communicating my thing that I've always struggled with, but I've definitely improved on. And that is what I have for this week's episode, y'all. Moving on to Cree Word of the Week. I have days of the week with me. I'm just going to shake it up. Pop that open. And pick a card. Alright. This week's Cree word of the week is... Nia no Gisagao. Nia no Gisagao. Friday. Day five. And that is Cree Word of the Week. Thank you all for listening and making it this far. I will catch you all on next week's episode. Thank you to those that listen. I appreciate you all. If you want to stay updated, please give a follow at Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Stay deadly, and I'll catch you all on the next episode.